0: hello and welcome everyone to yet another podcast of close the loop this is your host greta bringing to you yet another show where hr sellers their reflection about employers employees and everything in between to all those tuned in right now especially if you are a workplace leader in the manufacturing sector are you responsible for the engagement of your employees do you struggle to ensure success in your efforts or seem to get lost in finding the perfect engagement plan to drive the best business outcome? If yes, then you may want to hang back here because today, we're going to focus on elevating employee experience, cultivating engagement and performance. And I would like to introduce our expert in this matter significantly, Ms. Anita Borulkar, the VP HR at Resifarm. Ms. Anita has worked in HR leadership roles at the plant and corporate level where in the engineering industry where she has used her specialties in developing practical HR tools formats processes for the effective implementation of the HR in the manufacturing sector she currently man- manages the end-to-end HR function including industrial relations at farm and chemwell biopharma really excited to having you on the show with us today Anita how are you doing Thank you, Greta. Thank you for the such a wonderful introduction. I'm doing fine. It's the end of the week, starting of the weekend, so I'm happy. <laughs> Likewise, I am super excited uh, to get the weekend started and uh, get this podcast started as well. Uh, and I'm sure I'm really also looking forward to hearing some great insights on this topic that we have in the discussion today. So I'm going to r- get into it right away and uh, we are all familiar with what a manufacturing firm is, right? Uh, and of course, we're also, we do have a brief idea of what end-to-end business outcome means. But could you, given your expertise, how would you define the end-to-end business outcome management in the context of manufacturing firms? Uh, see, for the end-to-end business outcome, it encompasses many things. The Not only the, the output management or the having a uh, well-defined EBITDA, well within the defined EBITDA levels, but it also makes a difference. The other things makes a difference to this, like the inventory management, the in- on-time delivery, of course, the quality product. In pharma, we have no tolerance for the below quality or below uh, the defined level of the products. Um, Of course, the people management. So there are many aspects of end-to-end business outcomes. And I think at all the levels, in all the aspects of business outcomes, people matter. And their engagement, their involvement, their passion and their leadership matters. Absolutely. I totally agree with you when you uh, mean people matter. And uh, yes... Since we brought that up, could you help in discussing the key components of a successful business outcome management strategy? I would, on a first, I would keep on a priority to leadership uh, for this. But leadership is a very generic subject. And so I would like to specifically talk about the employee from the employee's perspective, their experience at each stage, at each function with each function their interaction levels as well as the outcome of their interactions absolutely and what are the challenges that one or as an HR you typically face or any HR would typically face in achieving the successful business outcome specifically when narrowing down to a manufacturing environment I would say whether manufacturing or service industry or any other industry what matters to create a positive employee experience is leadership and a culture. Mm-hmm. These are the two aspects which really influence the employee experience because it may be possible to create a good employee experience when the employee joins. Mm-hmm. Right in the beginning, okay, you want to welcome him or her. You want them in the, on role. And you have a very good, uh, you create a very good proposition in front of them. But once they are on board, you you're not you don't remain that sensitive towards their requirement, it, whatever the small they may be. So I feel, and it's not only that HR can create a positive experience. It is at across the. The value chain across the functions, wherever the employee needs to interact, those uh, teams, those individuals need to create the positive experience. And definitely HR need to lead in it because HR need HR deals with the very sensitive topics of the people. Absolutely. they manage very sensitive areas wherein the employee feel it's so personal and how we have it answered like this in this aspect. So HR leads in it, but that it doesn't stop to the uh, with them. It needs to be across the organization, as small as that. The person, maybe new person, may not be knowing where are the toilets, where if he goes to the different block. So if we do not create the employees present there or the in his interaction in that block if it doesn't create a positive uh, experience with him then the engagement starts or the person or the employee starts creating the uh, opinion about the company so what i think what matters is leadership as well as the culture of the organization Totally makes sense. I actually agree with you. And since we're talking about what makes sense and how this can be effective in the long run, my question to you is how do you measure these business outcomes? Or what would be the key performance indicators that you would identify are crucial in this matter? See, measurement is in the employees' feedback, exit interviews as well as the through various communications which are the open channels where the employees express their feedback, express their opinions as well as it is what comes out of their own behavior after they join towards the other employees. If they don't have a good experience interacting with the uh, employees or their uh, experiences are still there in doubt, they also uh, behave or they also take that kind of a stand and make opinion. Let me check and then I'll be open or I'll be cooperative, Right. Or I'll be a team player. I think the majors for this is again your positive culture and how fast that employee has uh, mixed in their teams and adopted the culture of your company because if he or she doesn't have a right experiences they will take time to align the with the organization's culture as well as performance or the goals of the company absolutely and you mentioned earlier that to make sure the employees align themselves the organization goals or the mission, right? The HR plays a very important role. In fact, the HR leads this sort of sensitive areas when it comes to the employee well-being. So, I'm going to deep dive a little more into the role of and HR into driving these business outcomes. So, in in your opinion, Mr, the how does an HR contribute to the overall business outcome management process? See, we we need to understand the business. We need to understand the requirements of the business and also we need to understand the requirements of the employees, people who we get on role very well. How do we match? We match both of these, the requirement of employees and the requirement of the business through our employee policies. Employee policies, employee policies and practices, we need to make them friendly, we need to make them in line with the, the updated, updated market requirements or employee requirements. So I think that is the way through the policies, through the communication channels, through the, your salary structure, your benefit structure, you can help employees as well as organization to align. Absolutely and what hr practices or strategies do you think or you feel are important to align these employee performances with of course the business objectives already placed see i feel the leadership makes a definitely a good uh, impact on this but the real processes which help employees make uh, employees align to the goals of the company and to their own is through the performance management system and the crucial part of the performance management system is the dialogue between the manager and the subordinate. Maybe if it's a quarterly, half-yearly or annual dialogue about the performance, about the development, so a robust performance management process in which We uh, give the emphasis on, with the emphasis on the dialogues, feedbacks from, uh, between the manager and the employee. I think that makes a big difference in the total process and which in turn helps in achieving, aligning everybody, the organization goals and be meeting the objectives of the organization. Absolutely. That only makes sense. Actually, it completely aligns. It's important to inculcate such practices. And I'm sure with these practices and strategies that are put in place, and especially even the modern world that we live in, there is a lot of data and analytics that we do uh, cover or we do capture through these practices. So how can, as an HR, how can one leverage this data or the analysis that we capture or you capture? To support decision making, specifically again narrowing down to business or command? Yeah, I think data helps in a lot of ways, definitely. As I see the data and the personal contacts, they really help in understanding where we are from the people's front or what kind of a strategies we can make. Yeah, so we analyze the data about the employee feedbacks, about the employee reviews. Of what we do, their concerns, what they raise, as the exit interviews dat- data we capture. We also capture the feedbacks through the annual survey, employee surveys on various parameters. We analyze that and we decide when based on that and based on the business focus. We decide what should be the goal in this area. And we take the, we make that as part of our strategy. Absolutely. Very perfectly said. And since we started speaking about the employee surveys or the initiatives for employees, I think I'm going to deep dive a little bit into that. And since we're talking about manufacturing sector or the manufacturing unit here, maybe let's try and focus on how we keep the employees here in manufacturing sectors engaged so according to you Ms. anita of course everywhere we hear a lot about employee engagement why it's important why it's crucial but we have not been highlighting a lot of manufacturing firms so why is blue collar employee engagement crucial for the success of a manufacturing firm see i will not differentiate between blue collar and uh, white collar as far as the engagement is concerned because engagement of every employee is required and most of the employees we should have at a certain level and by it, there are strategies or the tactics to engage these employees of a blue collar and white collar may differ uh-huh. but the engagement of both category of employees is very much essential because they are essential part of the organization and we can't differentiate. And as a human being, we should not differentiate, right? Absolutely. The t- uh, strategies and tactics differ, but the uh, ultimate aim of an engagement, their engagement, which is required for the performance or the for the business, remains the same. Absolutely, absolutely. I beautifully highlighted, uh, there definitely no differentiation should be made irrespective of white collar, blue collar, in the end it's employee engagement that totally matters, but like you rightfully said, Ms. Anita, the engagement for the, uh, let's, let's not mention or highlight tags right now, but when we're talking about a service industry, the engagement piece over there seems to be a little less challenging as it comes to manufacturing uh, firms. So, while, of course, the engagement is highly crucial, I'm sure there will be some challenges you have personally probably faced when it comes to engaging or retaining the, your employees at the firms, right? So how can these challenges be overcome? See, manufacturing organization have the, if I say now about the glue collar, they have the continuous b- job on the lines, manufacturing lines. And right. And the last time on the machine, it impacts the your balance sheet. Right. Or less utilization of what uh, equipments on the lines, it costs the organization. So we no, really have to draft, strategize it this way. The engagement activities or engagement policies we have to be articulate in that where I do not get a complaint from the production or a manufacturing guys that we have lost this much of time of my production and because you had some activities, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so we have to, and see, according to me, engagement doesn't come through the only the in the activities, through the activities, that is some celebrations of birthdays or celebration, other celebrations and all. But mm-hmm. it, it has to be a culture. Even right. engagement comes through properly planning the production, giving the respect to the person, giving the problem-solving of that person in time, right. besides celebrating celebrations, besides certain sports activities csr activities which we do but if the what matters day to day is then uh, engagement comes through the work so if it is properly planned the material is lined up machines are kept in a proper conditions whole compliance is done the, the, the safety ma- uh, all the safety precautions measures are in place and they, you have a very less accidents or near misses. This contributes to a lot. And the respect at, at the workplace by the managers and by the peers and by all the respect culture, mm-hmm. that this matters a lot. Then, in means, I think basically this matters and in the celebrations and all they add on to your engagement in the whole process. If you, uh, see, if you are celebrating uh, the birthdays of the uh, your individuals and all, but while on work, when you are instructing, you are not using a very respectful language. You are not lining up the production properly and you are uh, then forcing people to work fast or get the production fast, the output fast. People don't enjoy that kind of a work. So I emphasize more on a leadership, supervisory, managerial development to get the engagement of the employees. Then these celebrations, they can do it. These celebrations at their uh, unit level or a uh, department level, then we can have uh, some common CSR activities or some other engagement sports events and all together. Mm-hmm. Engagement basically comes from the day to day how we conduct our business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, and maybe you'd like to share with our audience a bit of some successful employee engagement initiatives that you might have done in the past or that one could implement uh, that can, you know, since we're specifically, specifically talking about uh, the manufacturing employees in the manufacturing sector. Maybe you would like to share some examples that our audience can uh, take back from here? Yeah, I think in one of my organizations, when we conducted various training programs, we conducted various workshops, not only, in, say, training programs, it's a <laughs> workshops on how do we create build the pride and purpose in uh, in the employees absolutely uh, that impacted a lot on the employees day to day engagement yeah. and their contribution and their participative nature came out okay. when this pride and purpose when we did So, they started participating more instead of they becoming on fence and complaining about it. They became a part of collectively getting the engagement for all and also I had developed one training awareness session on total well-being, where we emphasized on we have a responsibility of creating the positive workplace in the organization and so the responsibility was assumed by individual it's not they looked at okay you are not engaged see what your manager is doing it maybe your manager is not good so we assume the responsibility of creating positive culture creating positive experience and creating a, a engage, good engagement and i saw that those emphasis on that development of managers and taking that part to them had a bigger impact than conducting some of the celebrations or programs because day to day they need engagement right and since you've mentioned training and development or skill development maybe I'd also like to understand from you from the expert of course what are probably some of the essential training areas Specifically, when we're looking into the employees from the manufacturing sector, you've beautifully highlighted the positive influence trainings have, right, in the environment. What about anything specific you'd like to highlight which are important for the employees in the manufacturing sector? See, employees of the manufacturing sector, as well say, I will say, blue collar, blue coll- or uh, I would first like to say about the white collar white okay. Co- needs to understand the finance and the balance sheet, irrespective of their function. Because they would say, okay, I'm doing the entries in the stores. I'm doing the supply. I'm responsible for supply chain management, getting the material. What impact it has on the balance sheet. I'm in an HR, I recruit the people, what impact it has if the position is vacant for 90 days. Mm-hmm. I feel the business acumen employees need to get irrespective of their function. I'm not a finance guy, I'm not a, this guy, so I don't need a, a, how this balance sheet or EBITDA it impacts. I mm-hmm. think that is the crux of it because in the manufacturing, the margins are very competitive and if at each stage person doesn't understand impact of his or her action on the balance sheet the, we won't be able to achieve our ebitda levels uh, targets absolutely yeah. so i think business acumen plays a big and that we need to take it to the blue collars also mm-hmm. so, Blue collars have the expectations without understanding the balance sheet, without understanding the impact of. Oh, this is only taking the cost of so many lakhs. This is a, such a big organization. Can't it take a loss burden of this much amount? Talking with them also about EBITDA. Talking to with them also about the the economy overall, and we have to improve the business acumen of the. Business is concerned. Our organization is concerned. When, um, in the minds of the blue collar, we have to bring them to the understanding the business, understanding the financial, understanding the balance sheet. That helps a lot. That makes the things easy. Absolutely. Beautifully said, very beautiful, beautiful set, actually. And I'm sure, if, be it the white collar call it employees, or even if they talk about blue call it employees, the way you train or the way you develop the employee skills does play a very important role and i think what enhances the effectiveness of this training is surely without a doubt the technologies and tools an organization can use for business outcome management so maybe let's touch uh, a few points over there and can you help me understand Since we live in a AI dominated world, since we live in a technological world, how can technology majorly streamline business outcome management processes? Again, specifically narrowing down in the manufacturing sector. Yeah, many ways it can help us. We can develop the self-help tools in the business operations, in the business processes, as well as from HR, to, for them to impact the outcome of the business outcome or their performance, outcome of their performance. So it will help in many ways. And basically I find because the AI is capable of developing a lot of self-help tools, mm-hmm. right? So that, that can help us, in know, in many ways it will help. And what are probably some of the key HR software tools and platforms that you think could assist in managing these employees? Again, be it blue collar, be white collared. Specifically we're talking about performance and engagement. You're talking about the technology in the HR. Yes, the HR software tools. Yes. See, HR we look forward for first of all, a very smooth employee life cycle. As well as their routine taking care of attendance, their leaves, and managing their historical data. Then, of course, the payroll, payroll uh, accuracy in the payroll, transparency in the payroll, and the communicative tool um, of the employee uh, uh, human resource management system. Uh, I think that also the recruitment, it is a um, uh, this application tracking systems or the total recruitment online, that is a big support to HR. Also, the training and development modules, uh, training and development, as well as the um, benefit management and a performance management tool. So, these are the various tools I think they will be if they are robust and they are affordable also because i find some of the products i don't want to take the name of the products we are evaluating the products but they are very costly mm-hmm. so you know, we'll pick up one module from this hrms another module from that and hrms i think affordable and good uh, definitely hrms uh, different modules will help hr to improve their services and the, also the employee experience. Absolutely. And maybe would you all be in a few of your success stories, probably, of, well, of course, maybe yours many of other manufacturing firms that you've come across uh, that have significantly improved business outcomes through technological adoption? Yes, yes, of course. My present organization also, we have a lot of technical tools we have adopted not only in hr in our business processes in our operational processes i'll give you an example the person doesn't have to write the uh, the weight or the of the sample which he or she is testing or analyzing in the labs the it the program is such that once they feed the then they have taken this sample the all rest of the things are recorded automatically in the limb system so, uh, manual error or manipulation, since we are into pharma services, manipulation or the manual errors which are possible in the system are avoided and we get the best product because we are into pharma services. The products are consumed by our customers, consumers. So, it has a greater impact, maybe immediate or the long term. So, we have to be a very specific in what we do and we need to record what we do so the technologically various tools have helped us be implementing this CGMP good management practices, continuous good management practices as our way of working. Absolutely. That was definitely some great insights and that actually brings me to the end of my questions for you. Anything you'd like to share with our users before or our listeners before we go ahead with my next discussion point? I would like to uh, tell uh, that uh, we to all the people who want to make their career into organization, any organization, be it manufacturing or otherwise, our attitude needs to be positive, and as well as our orientation towards should be towards learning all the time. Mm And we have to balance our work-life balance. I know work is a passion, but our personal life also should be a passion. So everyone should be, try to have a good balance between the work-life, what we call it today. Absolutely. Uh, that being said, I'll quickly recap through the points discussed for our users who still stuck to the end. Of course, we spoke about how like always the hrs play a very important role in the manufacturing industry likewise all the other industries that we've spoken in a previous podcast series specifically in business outcome management it's important how the hr uses themselves as an asset to train and develop the employees which play an important role in addition to fun and engagement because it is this training and it is this development that motivates employer employees in the manufacturing unit to learn more, develop more, which then makes them push themselves more into the work they do. Best advice, why don't you combine them both in fun and engagement with your training and development? Trust me, it's gonna give you a great outcome. This can also help you retain your employees. Last but not the least, using technology in its most efficient way, so that this balances out your employees' efforts and the organizational productivity as a whole. And like Ms. Anita rightfully mentioned, while yes, we drive to put in our best efforts into getting the best business outcome. It is also important to make sure you have the perfect work-life balance. It doesn't matter which industry you belong to. I think a work-life balance is definitely important anywhere you work in. That being said, make sure you record, you rewind, and you learn from this podcast. And thank you to all my listeners who have stuck till the end. If for any more questions, any more queries, you know what Ms. Anita does. If you reach out to her, she'll be more than happy to help you out. That being said, this is your host, Greta Gomes winding off with this episode of Close Building. Stay tuned for the rest of the episode. Thank you, Anita. Thank you so much.